0: I've spent the last three years learning from some of the most ingenious mergers and acquisition specialists around, and now I've decided to take the leap into buying businesses. The real questions are, how will I do it? How much of the behind the scenes can we really show? And how can business owners like you maximize their purchase price and build generational wealth? This show is going to give you the answers. Join me and follow along as I share mine and other stories as we buy, sell, or merge healthcare businesses and physical therapy practices. I'm Dave Kittle, and this is The Dave Kittle Show. Today's episode title, What is the Brokers Commission Percentage When Selling My Physical Therapy Practice? And we're gonna get right into it. I know many folks get frustrated when you listen to another podcast or a video and it takes them five or 10 or 15 minutes to actually get to the point. We're gonna get right into that. My name is Dave Kittle. If you don't already know me, I'm a physical therapist and the owner of Concierge Pain Relief Home Physical Therapy in New York City, and the CEO of the Fieldmaker Group, we're currently acquiring practices in the New York and New Jersey area, putting out free valuable content for physical therapy practice owners and other healthcare practice owners and business owners like you, and we're going to get right into it. So first of all, we are not brokers, we are on the buy side. We're looking to partner with practice owners and buy some or all of their practice, putting out Content marketing and free content like this to help other practice owners. Anyway, let's get into it. What's the broker's commission percentage when selling my physical therapy practice? Big question, big hot button issue. Likely it's basically going to fall in the range of 5% to 15% of the total purchase price. Now that's kind of a big, you know, if you're thinking about a million, two million, three million dollar purchase price for your physical therapy practice, or your medical practice, or your chiropractic practice, whatever it might be, specifically more so with physical therapy, on that sliding scale of 5% of the total purchase price to 15%. Now, most likely on average, somewhere between 8% and 10%, 8% and 12%. There's a lot of things online where some brokers and some brokerage websites might list their commission percentage on their website, on their blog, or things like that. And oftentimes, Many brokers or advisors or even investment bankers, depending on the size of your practice. But if you're in the one to three million, one to five million range, you might be more so with a broker or advisor. And there's other episodes we've done on the show where we've kind of defined those terms and they're slightly different. And there's different systems and processes around brokers or broker advisor or an investment banker. So you have to check those out on the show. You can just type in Dave Kittle Show and type in advisor, Dave Kittle Show broker or investment banker. Anyway, you are basically going to retain a broker who will take anywhere from, call it 8 to 12% of the total purchase price for your practice. Now, it'll be the total amount. If you're selling 100%, then it would obviously be, let's say, 10% of the full purchase price for 100% of your practice. If you're only selling 70% of your practice and you're retaining 30%, then that broker's fee or advisor advisory fee would be the 10% of the 70% chunk. So if you were selling 70% of your practice, keeping 30%, and let's just say hypothetically, you were valuing that 70% of your practice at $2 million. And if the broker's or advisor's commission or fee was 10% of that at the date of closing, then it would be 10% on the 2 million. And that 2 million was representing 70% of your practice. Or if that's practice owner A, then practice owner B. Let's say if they were selling 100% of their practice for $3 million and the purchase price was $3 million, and if that broker or advisor, their fee was 12%, let's just say, then it would be 12% on the full $3 million of the purchase price. So There's some other things around this in regards to broker's fees. And again, I'm a physical therapist. We're buying practices. So you'll have to interview and ask brokers or advisors. And there's other content and there's other shows on the show where we talk about the pros and cons of having a broker advisor. And that's for another discussion. Ultimately, it's up to you. There's some practice owners that want to go at it alone. That's totally your prerogative. And you could do that. And there's others that use a broker. We've interviewed brokers and advisors and investment bankers on the show. And so therefore, you can listen to those episodes and kind of judge for yourself and reach out to any of those folks that you want to. And they don't usually on the show when I'm interviewing them, they're not going to usually disclose their specific percentage of commission or fee. But when we talk about brokers fees or advisory fees, there's typically two things, and it's retainers. And then there's also valuations. So If you're using a broker or advisor or their firm or agency to get a valuation for your practice, then obviously that's going to be a one time fee. And I mean, it could range from a thousand bucks. It could be, I don't know, it could be several thousand dollars. It depends on who performs the valuation, how much time and effort, and the scale of your practice, and how many data points to come up with the valuation. It's a one time fee versus there could be a retainer. They might charge you something upfront, they might charge you monthly payments. There's certain individuals, like, for example, I'll mention, and I, I get no commission, no fee or anything if you reach out to these folks. But if, for example, Chris Ford, we've had on the show a couple of times, he does healthcare practices as a broker. He helps at Transition One. That's his company. And they help mostly dentists, but they also help physical therapy practice owners and others. And he does not charge. He he specifically mentioned, and it's okay that I mentioned this here because he, he mentioned it publicly. He does not charge any dollar up front to meet with you or speak with you in person, Zoom call, phone call, et cetera. They make sure that you're the right fit for them, for example. And there's no marketing fee. There's no listing fee. There's no upfront fee. Chris Vandefort and his firm, for example, at Transition One, they take a specific percentage that's agreed upon up front, and they don't get paid until you get paid. I think that's a pretty sweet deal. But again, I don't get any commissioner fee if you reach out to him. And retain him or his firm or someone like that. I just want to give an example. There's others, there's others, different brokers and advisors in different companies and firms. And there's pros and cons, but some might charge a brokerage fee, a listing fee, an advertising fee, and a marketing fee if they're putting it on their website, whatever it might be. There's pros and cons to all that. We're interfacing, we're speaking with a practice owner right now directly. And that practice owner, we're looking to acquire their practice and that individual. Does not have a broker. So it's specifically that practice owner that we're speaking with and kind of negotiating with. And that practice owner's main advisor is their lawyer. And so that's the way that that individual is preferring to move forward and proceed. But regardless, ultimately, that's your decision. Today's topic and episode is more of like just to consider what you're looking to get and what percentage would go to the broker. And oftentimes, if I could give, a word of advice, even though I'm on the buy side and I'm not on the sell side like you listening. But oftentimes, there's really great brokers and advisors and even investment bankers out there that you can find, some I've interviewed on the show, where their fee of 10%, let's just say, or even 12% or 15% might sound really high, but they might have a certain approach where they have a bidding system or they get extra bids or they know different buyers in the market where they can kind of get like a bidding war going, and they might drive the price up on the valuation of the bids and the offers for your practice. And so therefore, at the end of the day, they might certain individuals, certain groups, without mentioning names, certain brokers, advisors, investment bankers, the ones that are on the higher end of percentage, so call it 10, 12, or even 15% on the high end, they might get you to a purchase price higher than you would have gotten with, other brokers or advisors potentially. So there's the pros and cons of can they get you a bigger purchase price for your practice? And if so, what is that worth? And wouldn't that be worth a few extra percentage points compared to a broker who only charges five or 10, 5 or 8% or 10%? So there's a little bit more into this. So let's just say if your physical therapy practice is under a million dollars, then a broker advisor will be more likely to charge somewhere around 10 or 15% at the high end. If your physical therapy practice if the revenue total top line revenue is under a million, then your broker advisor will charge a higher percentage, maybe 10, 12, 15%. If your physical therapy practice revenue is under a million, then the broker advisor on average across the US would be more likely to charge something in the range of 8 to 10% of the total purchase price. And if your physical therapy practice is doing multiple millions in revenue, then the broker advisor will likely charge a commission percentage around 5 to 8% of the total purchase price. So basically, like as you get larger, as you have more scale, more locations, more staff members, more top-line revenue, the broker and advisor commission is typically lower, if that makes sense. Because if it's under a million dollars in revenue, call it, if it's 500 grand in revenue, your practice and top-line revenue, it's gonna take them, the broker-advisor, similar amount of time to prepare your documents, all the things that whole other episode about what they do for you and what broker's advisors can do for you in order to prepare your business for sale. So now the next thing is something called the double layman scale. The double layman scale is a sliding scale, meaning the percentage of commission drops the higher your sale price rises. So that's another caveat. The original formula applied to mergers and acquisitions and transactions like this. Here's an example. For a purchase price above a million dollars, and then followed by a 5 4 3 2 1 tiered structure. So for example, the broker or advisor's commission might be 5% of the first million dollars of the total purchase price. This would be a this example is for a total purchase price of a practice that's doing multiple millions or the asking price is several million. So keep that in the back of your head for a second. So a broker advisor or investment banker may structure the commission as 5% of the first million, 4% of the second million, 3% of the third million, 2% of the fourth million, and so on with a 1% charge on everything above 4 million for example. That's just like one example. And as you can imagine not every not all brokers and advisors or investment bankers are created equal, so again you'll have to do your own due diligence. But at least hopefully this episode will give you a little bit more of an insight of the sliding scale of what they might charge you, what's in it for them. And if I could give you some suggestion, I would certainly say, consider interviewing and speaking with multiple different brokers and advisors and ask them like some that might charge something up front, like a marketing fee, listing fee, whatever it might be, you know, ask why and see what you get with that. And then when you interview other individuals that other firms, agencies, other groups that are brokers, advisors, investment bankers, if they're not charging you anything up front and it's specifically a flat fee or even the tiered commission fee we just mentioned, if they're not charging you anything up front, then you have to ask yourself why. So if they're not charging you anything up front, then typically I would assume that they're going to be very confident in their ability to get top dollar and max value for your practice and help you prepare your practice to get top dollar and max value for your practice, if that makes sense. Versus, and this is not everyone, but the brokers or advisors that charge listing fees, brokerage fees, marketing fees, things like that on the front end, historically, not all, but historically, those types of brokers or advisors make a good amount of money with the brokerage fees, listing fees, and marketing fees and may have less of a focus on the closing, the, the commission of closing your actual business, which kind of segues into, like there there are those two avenues and we've interviewed individuals on both sides and they're they're typically all great professionals and consummate professionals. But just keep that in mind that there is a sliding scale of commission and fees and there are, the one-time fee would be For any other additional prep work with valuation, independent business appraisal, for example, would be another one-time fee. Some brokers or advisors might do that in-house with their group. Some might have some other place that they refer to where you still pay a one-time fee and you may be paying that business appraisal. It could be a certified business appraisal that's external from your broker advisor. There's all these dynamics, all these spinning plates. So hopefully that just provides a little bit more insight into the situation. So you'll have to perform your own research and due diligence on the value of any of these brokers or advisors or investment bankers that you come across that you interview obviously it makes the most sense for you as a physical therapy practice owner as a healthcare business owner to ask others that came before you that have sold in the past that have sold and exited some or all of their practice ask them who they use right like ask them who did you use a broker advisor and if so you know how did it go if you had to do it again if you happen to have another healthcare practice or physical therapy practice, if you happen to have one again and you were going to sell tomorrow, would you choose them again? Would you go with them again? And you certainly can ask about the commissioner percentage, but ultimately you're going to find that out when you speak directly to the professional, the broker, the advisor, the investment banker. So regardless, you're looking for brokers and advisors who get results for their clients that get interest, get bids, top dollar offers, have a smooth closing. Potentially, you you might be interested in brokers or advisors who become, who are popular in the industry or the niche of where you're at, who help small or medium or large practices or companies that are around your size. And, and you can go from there. So hopefully that makes sense. Quick episode, sliding scale of commissions. And it's always going to depend on you to perform your, your due diligence and your research. So definitely interview several different brokers, advisors and ask with PPS, private practice section with APTA and physical therapy. Ask other colleagues that have been on my show. You could you could reach out to private practice owners. You, if you're listening and you're a physical therapy practice owner, you probably know more practice owners than even I do. And you can ask those individuals, who did they use for... Did they even use a broker or not? And ask them why. Like, oh, you didn't? Like, you went on it. You did it on your own. So did, who did you have in your corner? Was it your own accountant or lawyer that you've known for 5 or 10 or 15 years? Or was it someone who's like surgical and a specialist with exits and transitions, meaning a broker or advisor or investment banker? So that's it for now on the Dave Kittle Show. If you find this valuable and helpful, take the episode link of this episode. So if you're listening on YouTube or iTunes or Spotify, copy the link, text it or email it to one colleague, one friend, colleague, coworker, someone that you've known from PPS or industry conference or graduate school or undergrad or whatever, send it to one person that's business-minded like you, entrepreneurial, that has a practice, that has a business, because they might be considering what you're going through. They might be thinking about selling or exiting some or all their practice in the next one to two years, maybe in the next three to five years. Share it with them. I would really appreciate that. If you want to rate and review and subscribe to this show on those platforms, you'll get notified of when all the updated episodes are published. I think we're on a cadence of every Wednesday, Friday, but things might change. You never know. So. That's it for the Dave Kittle Show. Catching us time. Bye. Hey, it's Dave Kittle. Are you a healthcare business owner or physical therapy practice owner who is looking to figure out your succession plan or exit strategy? We might be able to help. And in fact, we may be interested in acquiring your practice. If you're interested, you can reach out to me, shoot me an email at Dave at concierge pain, relief.com. That's D a V E at C O N c-i-e-r-g-e painrelief.com or you can call me at any time 646-781-8884